Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. We've had a lot of talk about uh, law and order in the city of Philadelphia. Certainly, um, it is something that uh, many people in the city want to address. And uh, joining us to talk about that topic is uh, the sheriff of the city of Philadelphia, Rochelle Bilal. She, of course, also a former Philadelphia police officer. Sheriff Bilal, good morning. Good morning, Solomon, and Happy New Year's to you and your family. Happy New Year to you and yours, too. So, um, you know, when we talk about law and order, um, the black community certainly wants that. But but I think there's some caution in, in some corners of our community, given some of the experience that that we have had. Um, you know, you're a former Philadelphia police officer. You've been here for, for many years, have, have been here through many uh, mayoral administrations and have seen all kinds of stuff. What what do, what is the balance of of law and order when it comes to uh, black people and and what we should expect in in our community. For, that's a really good question. First of all, we need to um, look at law and order as being dealt with across the board equally. Mm-hmm. That you can't claim law and order, and then I don't even like to use the word law and order. Mm-hmm. Ever since the Trumpism, people used it. As far as the insurrection, I don't like that word. Mm -hmm. Let's say there are laws on the books Mm -hmm. that need to be enforced equally across the city. You just don't target one area claiming that it has the most crime because those numbers sometimes kind of bother me because when you see crime across the city, if you go in one area, it's the same group of numbers. Go in another area, it's the same group of numbers. So let's say, let's enforce the laws that are on the book across the city equally. Mm-hmm. That's what it means to me. Mm-hmm. I don't go into the law and order thing yeah. because to me, that means law and order against people that look like me and you mm-hmm. become very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they say very aggressive, that means they target us more yeah. than anywhere. So okay. when it looks like it to me, let's enforce the laws on the books mm-hmm. equally across this city. Mm. You know, it's interesting because a lot of, of what we see um, in, say, a place like Kensington is people who aren't necessarily from here, who don't necessarily look like us. Uh, but they run up and down just doing all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and that stuff has has begun to spread outside of of that particular community to other areas of the city as well. So, you know, how do we handle that? We've had some some um, some efforts to handle that kind of thing before. But you, you have to be able to enforce those laws that are on the books. You can't uh, white glove it. Or you can't be very, oh, they have a a, a disease. Mm -hmm. We know drugs is an addiction. Mm -hmm. It is a medical addiction. It is a medical situation we got to deal with. But there's still laws on the books that need to be enforced. Mm -hmm. You cannot be urinating, defecating on the street. There's a law against that on the books that need to be enforced. Mm -hmm. You can't be using drugs because drugs is illegal here in the city. Regardless of your illness, you can't do that 
in the city, on the streets, anywhere, there's laws on the books that need to be enforced. Mm-hmm. Enforce them. Yeah. And that's some of what what we haven't seen. You know, I've I've been um, in that area, touring it with people who live there just to show me like what what was going on. It was unbelievable. And part of what I saw was police kind of ignoring what what people were doing. This is what I saw with my own eyes. I mean, groups of them, this day 20 deep shooting up on the street in back of a daycare center. Um, that kind of stuff wasn't being enforced. I, have we kind of have have we allowed that stuff to, to get out of hand? And if so, why? That is, that's the million-dollar question when it comes down to leadership in the city regard, uh, in reference to the laws that need to be enforced. Um, when you put a plan in place in law enforcement, in these institutions, it takes time to see uh, the fruits of your labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, outlaw, who was here as the police commissioner. And, I, and, I, and just allow me one second to deal with that. Uh, People seem to not talk about the work that she did in this city mm. as though she was never here. She was here. She came in in a pandemic. The city shut down. She still started putting in place things to combat crime in this city. And now when you see crime coming down, because it takes a minute for it to go in fact, you don't even mention her. Mm. She was here. Mm-hmm. She put the she put the uh, plays in place. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking about they don't uh, force those laws, look who is out there doing it mostly. And why not enforce the law? Mm-hmm. We have people trying to help people. Now, I say this. If you want help, there's help out there for you. But if you don't want it, then you need to get off our streets. You can't be doing what you're doing out there because there are laws on the books that need to be enforced. We need to do it. Yeah. And when you don't enforce them, other people think that they can do it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They would not do that in written square, written house square. Nope. Now would they? No, not at all. Okay, they wouldn't do that <laughs> in the far northeast. Now would they? No, it wouldn't be allowed. Okay, then if it ain't allowed there, it shouldn't be allowed here. That's why the laws on the books need to be enforced equally across the city. Mm -hmm. So the other thing that that there's been a lot of talk about is is retail theft. I know um, in a lot of the drugstores where they had a lot of stuff on the shelves and, you know, why, why, where they had a lot of stuff on the shelf. People just come in, just take what they want. Um, You know, that ended tragically in in the Macy's in Center City a couple of weeks ago. You know, uh, what about those those small quality of life things that that are happening? Retail theft, and and this is where they get in trying to blame one particular person, which to me is very unfair, mm-hmm. and really is not true. Mm-hmm. Um, you you have to look at the crimes code and what you can charge people with. If it's under a certain amount of money, you have to charge them with a misdemeanor, or uh, a, a misdemeanor or a summary. Those are the laws on the books. You can't go in and say, okay, you stole 200 and something dollars worth of stuff. And and everybody gets charged when they get caught. If you get caught and you get charged, those are the laws on the books. But it is not like you committed murder. Hmm. It's not like you can't get any bail. It's not, if you have to look on those laws. Those laws are being enforced. 
when they talk about they're not enforcing them, you have to first catch the person. And when you do, you have to go by what's on the book. Mm-hmm. Under a certain amount, could be a summary, could be a misdemeanor. It's not a career-ending um, crime that you committed. And people pay fines. Uh, they go to court. They're being enforcement. They don't talk about that they're not. If they catch them, they charge them. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anywhere that there was somebody that stole something out of a store that was not charged mm-hmm. if they caught them. Mm-hmm. If the police caught them, they were charged. Okay. But the books say they're summary. A summary is not a year uh, career-ending offense. You don't go to jail for 20 years for a summary. You don't go to jail for 30 years for a misdemeanor. Those are the laws on the books. Now, if you increase those laws on the books, be very careful. Very careful. Because the crime bill that everybody voted on put a lot of black men and women in jail for a long time. Mm-hmm. Be very careful when you want to increase these laws. Because most of the time, when you do increase them, who they affect? Mostly. Yeah. Yeah, it's us. It is absolutely <laughs> us. See, see when, when, when you look at things, if you want to enforce the laws on the book, you do it equally across the board. But you got to be very careful because we seem to be the ones that get targeted the most. Somebody steals some out of store in the Northeast running down the street. Don't might run after them. <laughs> I hear so, you. I hear you. I'm, so go ahead. I'm, I just I just want people to balance this stuff out. OK. You have to be very careful when you come up with these things to. A lot of times you begin to target us mm. more so than anyone, because in that mindset of people, they believe that black people and this is the racist census that go on in this city and across the country, that black people are criminals, they murders. That, that's their image that they put out about us. Mm. And so when you increase these laws, who you think they're going to go after with that mindset? Mm-hmm. Be yeah. very careful with that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's been deep. You know, I, I was, um, you know, when I saw what happened with Officer Christopher Fitzgerald in uh, in North Philadelphia, he was shot by a white kid who came in here mm-hmm. out of, you know, a county where he lived in a, you know, a, a very expensive, uh, you know, place. And, and who knows what what that young man uh, was going through or what he was here for, or whatever. But he, he shot and killed that police. And he was white. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. The law does have to be enforced equally across the board. You know, as a former president of the Guardian Civic League, which uh, represents black police officers and others, you know, what, what what role does having black police officers in place? What role should that play in, in kind of protecting us from from overzealousness where, where this is concerned? Just to let you know, the new president, which you need to have our on is Crystal Coleman. Mm-hmm. who was my executive vice president for years. Okay. The role of black police, and this is what the Guardian's implement says, we want to make sure that people in our communities, especially the ones that look like us, are treated fairly, that you don't chump up charges. And we try to train black police officers coming on the job that you don't fall into the, to the system like everybody else. You are specifically brought onto this job to make sure that people are treated fairly. You don't just, and the ones that did found themselves in jail or arrested and fired. The ones that thought that they didn't, they could get in the game and just follow suit, 
and found out that they're about as black as everybody else. Mm -hmm. And no, you don't get treated like everybody else. Mm -hmm. We try to train our officers, especially black ones, that are members of Guardian Civically, that you have to treat people fairly. That you just can't become a part of the institution that we know is inherently racist. We know that. And because we had to fight to be able to come on the job. There had to be lawsuits filed in cities across the country. And these are dealing with black police organizations across the country. Lawsuits so they could hire people that look like me and you. Mm -hmm. And so if we had to fight to get here, then your responsibility is to make sure that people are treated fairly. And if your colleague get out of line, then you need to check them. And you better not be afraid to do so. There you go. That is the sheriff of the city of Philadelphia, Rochelle Bilal, former Philadelphia police officer. And um, we appreciate you joining us this morning and just kind of walking us through, um, you know, how the law should be enforced in the city of Philadelphia. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 